This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Let's end the show with a little bit of cardio. I did make it to the gym this morning, but I did not do any cardio, just clanging and banging with the weights. Learn to run programs can be a great way for you to expand your fitness regime with some of that cardio. Ryan Van Prate has some details. Ryan is an inclusive sport advocate. Hey, good morning, Ryan. Nice to chat with you again. Morning, clanging and banging Dave. Clanging and banging Dave Brown, pushing some weights around. Hey, Ryan, it probably is said in the name here, but what's involved in a Learn to Run program? Yeah, well, it's somewhat self-explanatory, but I think the big thing is, you know, people think, well, how do I learn to run? There are, you know, there are some sort of staple things to learn. And so a Learn to Run program really is about giving you that, uh, hopefully not crash course, in, in all the things you need to know. So, you know, training and apparel and pacing and creating, uh, you know, a routine. So it's, there's a lot of little things that go into any sport. And so I think it's just designed to make the journey a little less intimidating right from the start. Ryan, it's not uncommon as I'm making my way around uh, this neck of the woods close to a couple trails to see people running in groups. Why does running lend itself well as a group activity? Well, I think it's there's such a spectrum of it. And I think a learn to run is so really cool because we all have to start somewhere. You know, uh, I think people might look at marathoners or look at high performance athletes and go, oh, you're lucky. But they all started somewhere. You know, maybe it's in grade school, maybe it's later in life. And so you're you're always going to find somebody at your own pace, at your own level. It's It's such a widely inclusive activity, I think. Ryan, you are a top level. Uh, I'm going to call you elite. I know you don't like it when I do that, but you're an elite level runner. But for uh, an average Joe like me, who's not to run in a couple of years due to bad ankles and bad knees, how long does it take folks to maybe make some progress or realize that perhaps running is the kind of cardio for them? Well, that's the beautiful thing about learn to runs is you almost immediately make progress. You know, it's, it's the, it's, you know, if you can't walk, then you run kind of thing. And so you're slowly replacing the walking with running. And so you'll see really immediate gains. You know, you might walk 10 minutes and then run two. And then the next week you're walking nine minutes and running three. And so that's pretty immediate feedback, which you don't usually get when you get to sort of higher levels of, of performance. So I think it's such a confidence booster. uh, And then combine that with finding people who are at that same pace and at that same starting level, it, it, it just is a, I don't know, it's just a pretty feel-good activity, uh, especially as you get older in life when you think you can't, you know, old dogs can't learn new tricks, but I think they can. What's the disability lens here? I know for some folks, running might seem like an utter no-go unless it's on a treadmill, simply as a safety concern. How do these programs bridge that gap? Yeah, and I think, not to harp on this again, but I think you're really going back to finding people that uh, are at that same spot as you. So if you're a brand new runner and you know, you you just are completely scared and, and unsure. You might have that extra layer of having a disability, which might provide some obstacles, but the person beside you, you know, they're just equally as scared and unsure. And so you find that camaraderie 
in sort of your lack of fitness and your lack of understanding. And so you're actually going to be, I think, more uh, willing or more able to find somebody who's able to help you out, you know, act as that sighted guy, because they're not, they're not really working on their own agenda, you know, of I need to hit this particular pace or, or time, they're just wanting to learn and essentially, you know, not embarrass themselves and, and they want to feel good about themselves. So you're, you're more likely to find somebody, I think, that is willing to start that journey with you. And so it really becomes a good opportunity to um, you know, start on the ground floor and really practice your self-advocacy skills with, with uh, you know, people who are, who are just like you. Ryan, you mentioned apparel and gear in your first answer. I want to give you a minute or two here to kind of clear out a smidge and give you a chance to geek out because I bet even for yourself at this point as an expert runner, you just like hearing about any kind of running sock or any kind of new lightweight shoe or any kind of Gore-Tex jacket. Well, you were talking about the trails. So one of my uh, personal goals this year to continue to challenge myself is to do a, a, a trail ultra marathon. And there might be a lot of walking in that, but that's kind of the cool thing with ultra running is there's also lots of walking in it too. So yeah, there's tons of gear. You can have your road shoes, your trail shoes, which is just more grippy. Uh, I bought a hydration vest. So it looks kind of like a, like a, yeah, like one of those old Western leather cowboy vests, but, it, <laughs> but it's made of, it's made of mesh and it holds lots of water and lots of goodies and stuff. So it's, it's always fun to find the new, the new gadgets. And I think, you know, finding the trails nearby, as you mentioned, um, just go out and walk, just go out and explore. Maybe you'll get inspired and want to break into a jog and run with your arms in the air like Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> go for it, whatever makes you happy. And then when you get tired, walk, right? It's just about being out there, uh, being out there in an included environment. And then, yeah, if you can geek out and find some fun gear, um, that's always uh, a bonus too. Ryan, there's no doubt that running can be really excellent for your overall health, uh, including the mental health. So I, I don't want to be too flippant in the way that I ask this question, but I love this idea as someone like yourself who's running marathons, and now you're saying, well, 2024 is the year I'm really going to challenge myself with an ultra marathon. Kind of uh, as you get better and better at this, that chasing the high, to me, that's one of the demons of fitness, uh, even as a weightlifter. Oh, Okay, do I have to buy some new weights for my for my uh, for my building's gym because I'm already maxing out the bench press bar? Well, I look at it through the lens of you know I'm a big believer in can you know and, and what can I do? And then there's times when you're frustrated as a person with a disability. You know I'm running on the treadmill more than I I'd like, but you know what? I can go and walk. I can go get my cane, go walk on a trail. What can I control? And I could walk for a really long time. Maybe I could you know run for a little bit too. And so I'm always looking at proving to myself you know, what is possible. And it's less about time. It's more about uh, punishment in <laughs> self punishment in a way. But yeah, it's just you're never too old to try and and expand yourself physically, mentally. Um, that's to me the essence of life. And so I just enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be high performance, just as you know, there's so many amazing things around you just get out and explore. Ryan, I'm switching gears on you here with about a minute and a half left on the clock. I want to ask you the daily poll question. It's been a running thread throughout the show about assistive technology and the aesthetics of assistive technology, talking about a navigational device that looks a little bit like a vacuum, talking about the Apple uh, Headset Pro or the Apple Pro, uh, yeah. Vision Pro headset. Ryan, how much does the aesthetics of assistive tech influence whether or not you'll use it a lot, a little, or not at all at Accessible Media on X, at Accessible Media Inc. on Facebook? Yeah, that's that's tricky. I think it comes with sort of that um, comfort in yourself sometimes. I think you, you have that same 
stigma around the white cane. Some people don't want to use it. But I think when you kind of have that comfort level and say, you know what, I'm just out here living my life using the tools that I that I have to live my life. I think the stigma, the aesthetics become less important. For me, I just say own it, right? I'm kind of goofy. I'm kind of weird, but I own it. And, and that gives me the freedom just to go out and wear whatever I want, use whatever tech I want, just to go after the goals that I want. So uh, I think just find that comfort in yourself. And yeah, it doesn't really matter. If you have the tool that works for you, use it and go live your best life. I think that's a beautiful message. And now we can all run out and go get our mesh hydration vests. Ryan, thank you for this. Have a lovely day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. (laughs) That's inclusive sport advocate Ryan Van Prate talking all about running and a little bit of fashion. That's all the time there is for the show today until tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I'm Dave Brown reminding you to play safe, play fair, but don't forget to have some fun. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.